The fifth love language is kind actions, or as Gary Chapman calls them, acts of service. These are the things that we do for our children. I suspect that with this love language, you're thinking, I'm doing plenty of that. Household chores, shopping, transporting them around the place, working to provide for my family and so on. And of course, parenting by its very nature is sacrificial, an act of service. Inevitably, young children take for granted the things we do for them. They assume that's what we, their parents, are there for, to provide for them, to look after them. Teaching our children to appreciate what we do and to say thank you helps them to recognise we're not their slaves. You may feel you're constantly reminding them to say please and thank you for whatever it is you do for them, whether it's making a meal or doing their washing. But we want to encourage you that gradually the message will be going in. And when they're older, rather than assuming the world owes them a living, they'll turn into people who are grateful for what others do for them. As well as the regular day-to-day -day actions, there'll be other opportunities through kind actions to demonstrate to our children that we love them. Some will be very small and seemingly insignificant actions, such as making sure they have a cardboard box or empty yoghurt pots for an art project at school, or spending hours teaching them to catch a ball or watch them play a sport or help them make something. Our children will remember the things we do for them and they'll make them feel loved and cared for. For some children, kind actions will be particularly important to keep their emotional tank full. If something breaks, he'll bring it to me and he'll say, Dad, please, can you fix this? And I'll say, OK, just pop it there. And I'll, I'll, I know that I need to fix that thing because it'll mean a whole bunch to him. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's amazing. You come home and you've maybe fixed it the night before and you come home at the end of the day and he's already noticed. He's like, wow, Dad, thanks for fixing that. Such a small thing, but it, it, it achieves a huge amount. It's worth recognising that it's the attitude with which we do things for our children that will have an impact on them. If we're resentful about doing things for them, our children will tend to feel guilty. If, on the other hand, they get a sense that we're doing it out of love, it will help to fill up their emotional tank. Scylla's least favourite job when our boys were all at the same school was making them a packed lunch before breakfast every morning. She longed for the day when this chore would be over. Soon after we first heard about the five love languages, we asked our children which of them was most important for them to feel loved. As one of our sons munched his way through his third bowl of cereal, he said, mm, well, actions really matter to me. I know mum loves me because she makes me a packed lunch every day. It was extraordinary. I remember Scylla's face when he said that, utter amazement. And it changed her attitude overnight. She leapt out of bed the next morning, couldn't wait to make them. Well, not quite like that. Not that our children weren't old enough to make their own packed lunches, but this was a practical job that I decided to do for them, as they had an early start and a complicated journey to school. But I had no idea of the emotional impact of making those lunches. And I felt completely different after that conversation. I realised I wasn't only filling their stomachs with food, but also helping to fill up their emotional tank with love. As with all these love languages, it's our modelling that will be most significant for our children to learn to show love in this particular way. I would say that kind actions are modelled by parents and Sam is, all, it is always very good at looking after me and making sure that um, my well-being is catered for and our children see that and 
our children are very good at looking after each other. We need to give our children opportunities to express love through actions, even before they can do it as quickly or as well as we'd like them to. Josh, when he was 10, used to enjoy making himself a milkshake when he got back from school. I used to look at them longingly. Then, one afternoon, he made one for me without me asking for it, and it was delicious. Later, I went into the kitchen and saw the scale of the mess. Josh had used double quantities in the blender, but had failed to put the lid on properly. Obviously, there was mess everywhere that needed clearing up, but it was far outweighed by how touched I felt by his kindness, and I told him as much. The temptation for many of us is to do everything for our children, often because it's just easier. One mother recognised her desire to be in control was the reason she hadn't taught her eight-year-old son to use the washing machine. He was perfectly capable of learning, but she didn't trust him to sort the laundry properly or to do it as well as she could. Children um, with the right guidance will often relish responsibility. It gives them an opportunity to grow in terms of their confidence, their self-esteem, their self-belief that A, they are trusted with something and B, that they can rise to whatever the challenge of that is, have the satisfaction of seeing something through, carrying it through. Within a school environment, uh, responsibility is a vital part of, of the workings of a community. Um, as a school, you need children to take on elements of the running of the school day uh, in terms of looking after their peers, in terms of simple things like supervision, um, gleaning ideas from others, being there as a listening ear for younger children and so on. Um, and as children grow with that, in a, in, a, in a junior school where they can make mistakes and, and, and learn from that, it is, a, it is a, a very much a developmental experience. When they become older, uh, when they're into their, their late teens and have got big responsibilities that they're starting to make for life, if they have learnt to take responsibility, to, to play a part uh, in their younger lives, then it becomes much more easy for them. Actually, through doing it all ourselves, we're disempowering our children. One of our main jobs as parents is training them gradually to take responsibility to look after themselves and to start to help with household chores. And it's in the safety of the home that they best learn. We have a loft conversion and we use the upstairs bathroom. The children usually use the downstairs bathroom um, and we very rarely go in there. And there was wee stains up the side, there's toothpaste marks down the sink. Um, you know, and I sat there and talked to the kids, but. Other people will come into the house, they're using that, it's disgusting. Make sure you, you know, all it is is turn the tap on, let the speed go down. And so in the end, after going on and on and on, I start, I, I've made the rotor and they have to clean it. And you know what? The bathroom's beautiful now. So and it's amazing, you know, the kids take a bit of responsibility, they look after Except it. Except for the one that has to clean the toilet. <laughs> yeah. The worst bit, well, it's obviously the toilet. <laughs> all these bits of... Ugh, dirt around it, gunk. Disgusting. The sink is the second, but I wouldn't mind doing it. That has a bit, you know, gunk as well. The bath is the best one, I think, to clean. If you don't want to get your hands all dirty and... Ugh. Disgusting, I must say. Uh, they make sure that it's not their turn to clean the toilet. But some of them, actually, <laughs> Josiah actually asks to clean the bath sometimes, doesn't he, himself, because they like doing it. So actually, they offer to clean, can I clean the floor? He loves cleaning the floor yeah. at the front. So they do, there are jobs that actually like to do. Yeah. You know, sometimes we think, oh, I'm not going to want to do that. But actually, they do love some of it, so you might as well make yeah. the most of it, eh? Mm, yeah. <laughs>
allowing our children to take on responsibility for different roles appropriate to their age can also help to build stronger relationships within the family as each person plays their part. I've encouraged the children to help me out around the house by letting them know that I'm not going to do everything for them. And it does get to the point where I've had to leave the playroom where you can't actually see the floor for two weeks at a time. And they know that that's their room to play in, that's their responsibility to tidy up. I will help them, but ultimately it's their responsibility. If they want to have a nice home, then they will do their fair share. It wasn't easy at first. It's become a part of the DNA of our family, but with all things, it, that's about building consistency. Mm. I think one thing that really changed for us is when we changed our language. So, for example, they might have been going, why do we have to do this? It's Saturday, I hate Saturdays, we do this every Saturday. And in the beginning, we might have said, well, it's everybody's house and we've all got to pitch in and give mm. them those sort of rather boring reasons. Whereas now we'd sort of go, I know, I know it's a drag and I'm sorry that we have to do it. It's just the way um, we like to clean up. But hey, look, would you prefer to do the hoovering and, and, and I'll do that ironing for you? Or to, so to really come alongside them rather than be on them going, this is the way it is and you've just got to live with that. To understand that actually yeah, it's, it's boring. Well, I find it boring. <laughs> so I agree. For those children for whom being shown kind actions is their primary love language, Coming alongside them to help them in their tasks when they need it will be particularly important for them to feel loved and secure. Our question for you today is how can you serve your child this week expecting nothing in return? Have a good discussion. We'll see you tomorrow.